This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's Fox Top 5, the podcast where the hosts always agree to disagree. This week on Fox Top 5, John Rich. How do you have a summer without plenty of Leonard Skinner? I say it's impossible. And Janice Dean. You know, you think about it, it's just, it's a simple song, but there's so many layers to it. And that's, you know, the Beach Boys, that's what they were. Come together to share their top five songs of the summer. Here are this week's hosts, John and Janice. Welcome to Fox Top 5. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist and Contributor. And today, I'm so excited. I'm joined by country musician John Rich, also a good friend of mine, host of The Pursuit on Fox Nation. John, my friend, how are you? I'm great, Miss Janice. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so happy that we're doing this right now because my week has been filled with other types of news that hasn't been that fun. Yeah, I've been watching that. And I got to say to you, uh, way to fight, way to stick in there and way to never give up, Janice. I I think I've said this before. I I say Janice Dean for governor of New York. I would come and play your first event, man, if you ever do that. You let me know and I'll be there. We love you so much. Uh, You're just the best. Thank you for that. I'll let you know if I have any Fox News (laughs) announcements coming up, okay? So let's get to it. Uh, Every week on this podcast, Fox hosts, reporters, and personalities get together to share their top five of any given topic. And if you know me or you know John, you know that we're big music buffs. John has written a few summertime anthems himself. We're talking about songs you only listen to unless it's at least 75 degrees out, maybe a cold beverage in hand. What do you mean maybe? Of course that's happening. And I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for new music that gives you that summertime feeling. So today, John and I are going to share with you the top music that makes us want to sit by the pool with our top five songs of the summer. Number five. So I want you to start, my friend. What do you think of summertime songs? Well, you know, Janice, summertime is generally when all your big concerts kick into gear. You know, so for me, I started playing concerts right out of high school. I was 18 playing with the band Lone Star way back in the day. And Yes! Uh, you know, I'm a Texan, so there's uh, there's one guy, you might think I'm going to call out country music right out the gate, but there's actually, he's a Texas artist, but he played with a little band called the Eagles named Don Henley. <gasps> and I got I to gotta say, I think Don Henley is one of my all-time favorite artists, and he's got one called Boys of Summer, which is that da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, it goes into that that mm-hmm. thing, and that just of all the all the summers growing up when you would go to some town for a week or two on vacation and you always meet that one girl and you never see her again you know and you're like man i bet that was the one (laughs) so every time i hear boys of summer i crank it i think that that's an excellent decision top five most certainly and i'm not going to comment any further because i think we have some similarities when it comes to favorite top five summer songs how about that 
I've been wondering what if what if you and I say some of the same songs? That will prove once and for all that you and I are spirit animals to each other. <laughs> that is that is going to happen, my friend. I didn't even need this top five to know that. So my top five, my number five is "Schools Out" by Alice Cooper. Oh, wow. 1972. I mean, when you hear that song and, of course, the guitar riff at the very beginning, you know that it's summertime because school is out for summer. I just love it. I've met. Right. Do it. Sing it. School's out forever. That's right. That's right. The wheels off the school bus. School's over. And that's it. And every kid knows that song and loves it. Uh, 1972 is when it came out. It was number seven on the billboard. And Alice Cooper is like one of the nicest people I think I have ever met. You know, people were a little... If you knew what he looked like back then with with schools out and he had all the makeup on almost like the kiss makeup but almost scarier uh you'd think oh my gosh what this what is this guy like in real life and he's just like one of the kindest guys that you'll ever meet yeah he plays a lot of golf i mean he would have he does but yeah that is certainly when you think about school being over that's the song you play when you're coming down those steps Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Should we go to number four? Let's do it. Number four. What's your number four? Number four. I got to go hardcore country on this one. I'll never forget seeing this video for the first time because I'd played a few shows with this country giant and he's so low key and so quiet. I never would have thought I would have seen him on a pair of skis behind a bass boat blasting down through a river in Georgia. But Alan Jackson and way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Oh, yes. Remember when you first time you heard that song? He's amazing. And that is a fantastic song. And it's not normally one that I would think of as a summertime hit. But when you remind me of it, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, you know, out in the country, wherever your local lake, river, inlet, whatever it is, we call that our redneck Rivieras. And, you know, I'm big into that phrase. It's kind of like a state of mind. And you see that video of Alan Jackson on, on a pair of skis, big old tall, six foot five inch Alan. I mean, tearing it up on these skis. I went, that's the coolest thing ever. That That is as summer as it gets out in the country is what that video is all about. And he's a great guy too. You know, I got to tell you, I lived in Houston, Texas for a number of years and I was a country music DJ back in the day. And I have to tell you, people say, well, people that you've met, who are the nicest ones? And I will say the country music artists. I don't know what it is about you guys, maybe because you're down to earth and you, you know, you come from maybe humble beginnings, but, you know, Alan Jackson certainly is one of those people who's just a really kind person. Yeah, and one of the greatest songwriters that ever wrote country music. I think when he wrote Where Were You in the World Stop Turning, I mean, that was the song that encapsulated 9-11. Yep. Without it. So... He's a powerful songwriter and a cool guy in Chattahoochee. Makes you want to drink a cold beer. Can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> I love it. Here's now my number four. This is going to bring you back to the 80s because that's when I was growing up. And uh, the Go-Go's had a big hit called Vacation back in 1982. It was the first single from their album Vacation. And, you know, of course, music videos were big back then. And you just remember all the gals on their... Um, on their water skis uh, doing that video. I loved it. It was one of their highest charting singles. And uh, it just, it, it was just fun. They were a fun band to watch. It was, I w- one of the first concerts I went to was the Go-Go's. And uh, so I love that song, Vacation. You know, something tells me, Janice, you'd be a lot of fun at a party. Is that true? <laughs> 
Well, you and I were kind of at a party, right? A, a few years ago. Remember when we were yeah. uh, we were doing the the Fox Nation uh, Hero Awards, or we were we were you know talking. To- yeah, talking about wonderful people uh, in the military and their service, and and you and I backstage, we had a couple of a couple of fun drinks and some good times. I think I actually sang uh, "These Boots Are Made for Walking" with you. That's right, you did. These boots are made for walking. Hey, yeah, and that's and we just were, uh, what they'll do. Took over the hallway there for a minute. It was it was, uh, <laughs> it was uh, the Dean, uh, the Janice and Rich show. Dean and Rich <laughs> to be continued. That's a big uh, bucket list of mine. Okay, absolutely. Number three. Okay, so my number three is is not one you would ever probably think of, but it, it is to me because this is the song for probably 15 years now. That's the final song we play. We call it the walk-in music at all the Big and Rich concerts. So picture a giant stage, 20, 30,000 people outside. Let's, let's go with Iowa, okay? So you're out in the middle of the country. There's all these people. They're ready to rock. What's the last song that we have our soundman play before Big and Rich takes the stage? It's always the same one by ACDC, Thunderstruck. Yes! Yeah, oh, right? Yes! You got that guitar lick going, man, and everybody just starts screaming. You go, yeah, yeah, na, 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 Every time I hear that song, my mind immediately races back to the hundreds and hundreds of shows I've played across America standing backstage got my ear monitor in checking the tuning on that flying v electric guitar and getting ready to go thrash some country music thunderstruck always brings me back to summertime oh my gosh that is a great selection now have you ever you know have you talked to the the members of acdc to tell them how much you love that song i've never met them and i've never seen them live how about that Uh i'm like the one band i have never been able to see i'm also a big aerosmith fan and i've seen aerosmith 13 times but I've never seen ACDC. I don't know what it is. I just, I kept messing them. And I don't know that they tour anymore. I, I don't, don't know. I don't think they do. But I'm sure that once people hear Big and Rich's version of Thunderstruck, they're giving them some nice royalties. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I love that band. And uh, nothing rocks harder than that song in the summertime. Like I said, 98 degrees outside. 30,000 people in the middle of a cornfield in Iowa. And there comes Thunderstruck. I That's love a- it with it right there that is a good summertime song number three for me (sighs) margaritaville 1977 jimmy buffett yeah (laughs) there's right there's just something about that song as soon as you hear the title of it you're thinking i'm in my backyard i'm doing some grilling there's people in the pool with a lot of those flotation devices with the big like swan and the pink flamingos in the pool and you're wearing your hawaiian shirt and you're drinking your margaritaville i mean i love that song obviously i wonder if jimmy buffett like does he ever get sick of singing that over and over and over again? Uh, I doubt it. I doubt he does, Janice. You know, I think he's now got whole entire uh, neighborhoods called Margaritaville that you can like buy a house in the Margaritaville neighborhood. I mean, you know, that guy he took he took a lifestyle and put it into a three-minute song, and it is as classic today as it ever was. I love it. I mean, you just think of your cocktails and your laid-back. Uh, lifestyle in the backyard and that tropical climate. I mean, he really did capture a moment in a song. That's so rare to do. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, he he nailed it, and he is he has ridden that wave for all these decades. And I, listen, he played Nashville not long ago. I think it sold out in four minutes, and it was like thirty thousand people. Oh my gosh! I mean, and I think I heard that Margaritaville uh, is in the 2016 Grammy Hall of Fame for its cultural and historic significance. And you never know. Maybe someday Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy will make something like that. Because I'm pretty sure Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy caused a small baby boom back in the early 2000s. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I believe it. That was. This is in my honorable mentions, by the way, is that song. So it didn't make oh. my top five because I thought it'd be biased, but it is my honorable mention. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad it was up for consideration. It we was. The countdown continues after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Number two. Number two, my friend, what is it? Number two. Um, listen, I guess because you're talking to a touring country artist, summertime to me just means rowdy. I mean, it just means rowdy. It's when, you know, especially all the college students that come out and see our shows, they're out of college, they're ready to rock and roll. Um, and if you play this lick right here, it doesn't matter. I, I mean, it doesn't matter who plays the lick what the stage is or what the crowd is, they're always going to go nuts in the summer. And that lick is bum, bum, ba-da-da, bum, bum, ba-da-da, yeah! Turn it up. Now, see, you know, that's right. Sweet Home Alabama by the greatest Southern, uh, Southern rock band of all time, Leonard Skinner. How do you, ta- how do you have a summer without plenty of Leonard Skinner? I say it's impossible. I'm so glad you brought it up. I didn't put it on my top five, but I did do another top five where they, I think I added them for, I don't remember what it was, but they were on the top five. Like one of the most memorable songs of all time. I think that's where I included it. And I don't know if you did, you knew about this, but a couple of summers ago, they were on Fox Square playing the All-American Concert Series on Fox and Friends. And they invited me up to be a background singer. Okay. How did that go? It went amazing, or at least in my own mind it did. You'd have to ask the guys. Uh, but they, but I was back backup singer for Sweet Home Alabama, and truly, it's like one of my top five moments of living on this earth of all time. So I got to do, I got to jump up with them one time as well. And here's the scene. It was a, it was a Big and Rich slash Leonard Skinnerd concert in Sturgis in South Dakota. So you've got hundreds of thousands of bikes sitting out there in this giant field and this big stage and and they kick into Sweet Home Alabama and me and Kenny just kind of snuck out on stage to do kind of what you did, just sing background just because I wanted to stand. It is insane how accurate their playing is. I mean, everything about the way those guys play is technically perfect. It's just like the records, some of the best straight ahead musicians that ever happened. Amazing. That truly is one of the greatest songs of all time. And when you hear it on the radio, you can't help but sing it, you know, as loud as you can. Right. Exactly. Awesome. Well, we're in agreement on that one. I love it. I love Leonard Skinnerd, And number two, I love the Beach Boys. Good Vibrations. Yeah. I mean, one of the greatest bands of all time. And that song, Good Vibrations, is 
you know, I used to hear it, my parents play it, and I still listen to it, and the intricacy of that song, people, you know, you think about it, it's just, it's a simple song, but there's so many layers to it, and that's, you know, the Beach Boys, that's what they were, they were, you know, you thought about a surf band, but the fact that they, or you know, they brought in all of these cool sounds and pieces to their music that really made it quite an impressive thing to hear. You almost said the word orchestrated, and that, that's what it is. It is orchestration. I think that was one of the the real deadly things about them in a good way is that they came across as this lightweight band. But when you heard that music, you're like, why does this music feel like it's lifting me up off the floor? Yeah. Like, why do I feel like I can smell the ocean when I hear their music? Because the way he laid those lines out and those counter melodies, I'm digging up good vibrations. Mm -hmm. You got all this other stuff happening. It literally feels like it's lifting you up out of your chair when you're listening to it. It's brilliant American music. It really is. It's beautiful. It came out in October 10th of 1966. So, uh, you know, you're you're into the fall, but it brings you back to summertime. So it was it was quite brilliant that they decided to release it in the fall as well. Yeah, well, there's, you know, it was them and it was the Bee Gees. So they were all out at the same time. And people don't realize that the Bee Gees wrote half the hits that were out in yes. that era of, and produced them all, too. I mean, those guys were monsters behind the scene. Such incredible talent. And back then, Janice, they actually had to play instruments and they actually had to sing. So think about how tough that must have been. <laughs> Not like today's music. It's crazy. Right, I mean, today, but, ah, whatever. Get it close and we'll fix it in the computer. Yeah, they didn't have that back then. I know. Amazing. The Beach Boys, one of the greatest bands of all time, of, of course, from the U.S. of A. And uh, that's my number two. Number. 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 Number one. Five, four, three, three. Number one. We're getting to number one. Oh, here we go. So this is tough. I mean, you could have multiple number ones. I don't know about you, but it's like, how do you pick? A, a real number one. But the one when I just thought, number one, which one is it? Was the, I think the first time I heard this song, I was probably 14, 13, living out in Texas. And I heard this song come across our local country station. And I said, that might be the coolest lyric I've ever heard and sound sonics of the song. And it made me feel like I wanted to go outside and, and, and sleep outside all night. And that is Nitty Gritty Dirt Band's Fishing in the Dark. Fishing in the dark. You and me going fishing in the yes. dark. Remember that song? You played country music. You know that song. So it talks about, you know, lazy yellow moon coming up tonight, uh, shining through the trees. Crickets are singing and the lightning bugs are floating on the breeze. I mean, it's just such a picturesque song. And I feel like I'm outside on about a 90 degree night sitting out by a creek bank somewhere every time I hear that. And I love the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. People don't talk about the dirt band much anymore but some of their music is the most classic american music that ever happened so for me number one if i'm gonna crank one four times in a row it's you and me going fishing in the dark i love that because you sang it and it brought me right back to hearing that on the radio and you know you think about all these songs having a great guitar and you know a lot of background and stuff but that that song just brings you back to classic beautiful songwriting and singing yeah, it's stripped down. I mean, it's it's just a big guitar and that that real country voice that he's got, uh, Jeff Hanna. You know, the second verse says, uh, spring is almost over and the summer's come and mm -hmm. the days are getting long, right? Country music is so awesome that it, it can be so simple, 
and so picturesque all at the same time. It puts you in a spot. That's what that song does for me. I love it. You know what? Uh, I'm going on vacation starting after this, and I'm going to play that song as I'm sipping my margarita in the backyard, and I'm going to think of you, John Rich. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll do the same with my big green egg here by my guitar-shaped swimming pool in Nashville. And I'll have a little redneck Riviera whiskey on ice, and I'll think about you, Janice. I love so that. We're having a long-distance cocktail together, listening that, to Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. I think that's a great a great song, and, and one that I wouldn't have thought of, but now that you sing it and now that you bring it back, I, I think it's perfect. My number one goes back to... I think you're number five, right? The Boys of Summer by Don Henley. Uh, I got to admit that Eagles are my favorite band of all time next to you and your band. Um, but when Don Henley went out on his own, you know, I, a lot of people, I think, probably thought, well, he's not anything without the Eagles. And he just blew everybody away with his voice and his songwriting. And the Boys of Summer, for me, reminds me of growing back, growing up and being a teenager. And you hear that song with the beginning, like you like you said, with the, you know, the, uh, the music at the beginning before he starts singing. And nobody on the road. I mean, and and that that line about the uh, deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. I mean, just beautiful songwriting and really brings you back to that feeling. When I hear that music, I'm like, I'm thinking of summer. It's, it's very hard to capture a moment like we were talking about. And I think Don Henley does that perfectly. Without a doubt. I mean... Honestly, I mean, I love the Eagles, too, but some of that Don Henley stuff, uh, End of the Innocence and some oh. of those types, man, I, I don't think I don't think better songs were ever written than what he did on some of those records back then. I agree. Boys of Summer was amazing. And he, I didn't know this, but I read that uh, Mike Campbell, who was the guitarist for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, uh, helped write that song and, and helped perform it with him on the album. So that was pretty cool. God, we could have gone Tom Petty on this list all day. I mean, you could have had just five Tom Petty songs. <laughs> Free falling. I mean, come on, man. I mean, you know, Last Dance with Mary Jane, uh, Won't Back Down. Running um, Down a Dream. Running Down a Dream. Yep. Yeah. His leather jacket had chains that would jingle. Yep. Come on, man. That's so awesome. This has been a blast, Janice. Thanks for uh, hanging with me oh, and talking my, about it. I think we should have, this should be like a weekly feature, feature. You and I need to host all the time. I agree. I think people would listen to that without <laughs> a doubt. I know I would. I do. <laughs> I love you so much, my friend. I, and I just want to say that it was nice to have a moment like this because I'm, I feel like I'm going to get upset, but it's just been such a hard last few weeks. And so I thank you for bringing some fun and excitement and levity in my life. And I just, I love you, my friend. Yes, ma'am. Well, you've got millions of Americans, Janice, behind you, thinking about you, praying about you. We know your future is bright. You have, uh, listen, you, you have become such a dimensionalized person over the, over the past year for people to really understand you and how strong you are and how you come at it. I think you speak for a lot of people right now um, when you stand up for the things you stand up for. So we appreciate you more than you'll ever know. God bless you. God bless you too, my friend. And we'll be uh, toasting together. I know that uh, in our backyards tonight. Can't wait. Thank you to everyone for listening. And please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Let us know your top five when you can. You've been listening to Fox Top 5 on the Fox News Podcast Network.
I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in freefall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.